And now, if you dare, look into the hypnotic eye. No one was safe against it. Hey guys, welcome back to Napalm Nanny in the Shack. I'm the thing living under the staircase, Napalm Nanny. And let me remind you that Christmas lights is acceptable year-round, and to find me on Instagram under Napalm Nanny in the Shack. Also, if you want to support the Shack or buy me a cup of coffee, my Venmo handle is Windex Burns My Eyes. And I think it's pretty obvious that I love dark history and horror movies, or anything spooky for that matter. So I thought I'd do an episode on one of my favorite horror movies while serving up a side of history. Das Kabinett des Dr. Caligari. And that's terrible German for the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Just a warning, I do not speak German, so I'm sorry if I mispronounce anything, but I will keep drinking until I think I can speak it. So the German silent horror film was directed by Robert Wein and written by Hans Janowitz and Karl Mayer. And the 1920 film is largely considered the first piece of art in the German expressionist movement. And to briefly summarize the movie without giving too much away is essentially the mysterious Dr. Caligari, played by Werner Krauss, arrives in a rural German village with a companion, Caesar, played by Konrad Veidt, a man in an eternal state of sleep who can be ordered to perform his master's commands. A series of gruesome murders lead some to believe that the doctor and his strange assistant may well be to blame. And for historical context, the nation of Germany was devastated after its defeat in World War I. Its imperial government was replaced by a democratic system known as a Weimar Republic. 
Germany faced strict economic sanctions from the victorious Allied nations and massive resource shortages. 700,000 Germans died of hunger in the post-war period. For the citizens still alive, though, the war continued to take a toll. While the nation's exterior shined of industrialized modernity, the double wound of war and defeat festered beneath the glittering surface. The morale and spirits of German civilians were shattered to the point where many were looking for a sense of escape from the realities around them. This effect was even more sharply felt by veterans of the war. Hans Janowitz, one of the writers of the cabinet of Dr. Caligari, was an officer during the conflict and became a pacifist after witnessing the horrors of war. But before I dive in any deeper, Here's this week's playlist. Enjoy, guys. Creepy cats were 
the purple people leader was eating on me. job there, I seen I'd committed to sin. Out of my pocket, I drew me a straw, and I sucked out the load I shot in. <laughs> so, Janowitz and fellow pacifist Carl Mayer were both so affected by the war that they wrote the cabinet of Dr. Caligari as a response to the unchecked governmental authority that the war was both born of and nourished by. 
And a key movement that arose in Germany during this period was Expressionism, emphasizing distorted landscapes and subjects. The movement intended to give expression to things that were beyond words. Expressionists sought to emphasize subjects suggestive of interior states and to reflect on inward identity. The film still characterizes the movement's cinematic endeavors. The unique post-war sensibilities creates an atmosphere of tension and dread that characterizes German sentiments towards authority at the time. The expressionist style brought these internalized feelings and made them an integral part of the cabinet of Dr. Caligari. In essence, the expressionist design of the film allowed the audience to look inward by using a sense of visual language that turned the world of the film inside out. But the movement didn't last beyond a decade, but its influence raged on. Lang, with other German filmmakers like Billy Wilder and Otto Preminger, fled Europe and the Third Reich. They took Caligari's expressive style of grids of shadow and applied it to the hard-boiled detective films they made in Hollywood, creating film noir. A style that flourished in the 1940s and 50s with subsequent resurrections in the American cinema of the 70s and early 90s and contemporary cinema is similarly indebted. Tim Burton's expressive worlds of macabre in films like Beetlejuice, The Corpse Bride, The Nightmare Before Christmas, and Sleepy Hollow owe a great deal to Caligari, while Johnny Depp's Edward Scissorhands is a dead ringer for Caesar. The film's distorted world and nightmarish imagery also clearly spoke to David Lynch. Vine was one of the first filmmakers to successfully immerse their audience in the distorted mindscapes of their protagonist and Lynch would become the modern master of using design and expressive imagery to intensify his character's emotions. So no Caligari, no Eraserhead or Twin Peaks. And for that alone, we owe it a debt. And with all that being said, here's the rest of the playlist. Enjoy! If you don't believe in vampires, turn up the radio somewhere in this town right now is one that you might know he looks and acts like a teenage boy he even goes to school have you ever thought your boyfriend might be a teenage When your boyfriend takes you out at night, what does he like to do? Go to dark and scary places, or see a monster show or two? Does he seem to like the moonlight? Does he kiss you on the neck? Why does he say you're his forever? You'd better check your neck. You can call him up in the old time. Pennsylvania, four, five, seven, eight, nine. Guys, now catch soon, catch you up, meet the moon, if you don't remember to be wet. Perhaps you're sitting home alone Then where is he tonight? Is he really where he said he'd be? Or taking his midnight flight? 
must have left the window open. Something's moving over there. He's coming closer. Can you reach the telephone in time? What's that? You say someone cut the line? Tune in later when you're alone. The scream you hear may be your own.
Dragged him in a knock, 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 knock. I took a hawk shot, a dog's paw, and hung him on the line, 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 line. I took a horse hair, a green pear, and made a crazy sign, 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 sign. I'm casting my spell on you. I'm casting my spell on you. I'm casting my spell on you. You'll never, never be untrue. You know, I can never get used to hearing my own voice while editing, but you have no idea how much it means to me when people tell me they enjoy the sound of my voice. I don't get it, but I can appreciate it. And I can go on and on about the kind and supportive people around the shack. You guys honestly mean the world to me. Also, I love it when people send me their band's music or artistic projects. So please, for the love of Brian Jones, don't stop. I love it. So till next week, I am your four-eyed host, the one, the only Napalm Nanny. Stay safe out there, guys. <laughs>